0: Episode 2 of Customer Questions. Welcome to Shine Waves. Spirituality without the fluff.
1: Simple questions, answered simply. So welcome to episode two of our customer questions with me, Irish Stevie.
0: And Bob the Buddha. Yeah, Bob the Ball
1: Buddha. <laughs> Yay, let's go. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna get straight in. Um, we'll make it controversial, I'm warning you. I'm just warning yeah, you in advance.
0: full of emotions today, it's Yes, sucks. there's a lot
1: of emotions, another lockdown with another, how would you say, variant, and more restrictions, and more broken people. And, uh, yeah, so I'm a bit frustrated, but we have to get these customer questions done. So let's get stuck in with the first one. What do you say?
0: Let's do it.
1: Do I have to, like, meditate or float or something since I'm in the presence of a bald Buddha? (laughs) I guess. Okay. Well, hold on. Do I get my, how would you say, my flotation device on? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's get with it. How do you deal with nightmares and dreams? Marlene.
0: How do you deal with nightmares and dreams? Okay. Defluff it. What what is a
1: nightmare? What is a dream? Hmm. What are they?
0: Okay. Well, first off, it's usually the brain processing things that are happening in life, if we're going from a scientific place. Okay. um, Dealing with the unconscious mind and kind of processing life. And when it comes to dreams, it's normally the... The unconscious mind trying to tell you something that is going on uh, within your life and normally that's when you have to look for specific symbology within your dreams so there might be a, a reoccurring rabbit that shows up or you always find yourself in a cave or something along those lines and uh, normally wonderland sure going down I'll that some, rabbit hole yeah so I nor- have
1: I seen a big cheshire cat like that sort of disappeared and grinned at me with that weird smile I think I'd freak out
0: I feel like, like I've seen that <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that's for a question later on, though. <laughs> so let's just hold the reins in that All right, one. fair enough. But on on a baseline, you know, nightmares and dreams. How do we process them? How do we deal with them? Mm-hmm. You know, is it a chemical? Is it something that that we are pushing down? You know, mm. we said with the scientific aspect that it is something that's very subconscious. So then, how do we consciously deal with the subconscious play? Mm-hmm. How do we remember our dreams? Do you believe in dream journaling? Of
0: course. So I think that's very important.
1: I I believe it's a good way of checking up on our subconscious process of our emotions, which is known as limbic Mm -hmm. emotions.
0: And one way to do that is always, you know, keep a notepad by your bed. And uh, usually when people wake up in the morning, that's when the dreams start to kind of fade away. Now we're not technically supposed to do that, from my understanding I've heard that we are supposed to remember our dreams, but with everything going on these days it's a little bit harder to, Uh, but with that when you do wake up I recommend just jotting down some of the details of your dream whether it's a dream or a nightmare the things
1: that stuck out
0: yeah the most profound parts of that nightmare or dream and look into that because even if it's a nightmare usually the nightmares are trying to share something with you maybe there's something that's been suppressed for so long and it's uh it's manifested itself within your dream or your nightmare um that kind of startled you or is now brought to your awareness yeah and that's for a, a, you to a, deal with
1: i would also say and interject there that you don't always uh, associate with the dream as very vividly what's happening because mm-hmm. generally what i found in uh, dream interpretation that even if you see a death death of a loved one yeah that's the death of the person as they are that mm-hmm. could be a sign of uh, reinvention or a change in lifestyle or a change in emotion so don't don't automatically go to the negative aspect it's your dream trying to spark you yeah. into dealing with this even though it's never really as bad as you think
0: yeah so just like you're saying death normally is not always just about death it does normally deal with rebirth or something coming to an end now let's say you're being chased by something in your dream uh, that could always be you know there's something that you've been delaying or kind of ignoring and now it's kind of coming at you or it's, it needs your attention. You need to deal with it. It means you're running from your emotions, essentially. That too. All right then. All right. Which
1: brings us really good, uh, really well into our next question, who comes in from Jess, which is a dream question. I dreamt somebody bad was in my dream, or there. Next, they were decapitated and in pieces. Wow. Interpret <laughs> that one. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> um. Hmm
1: decapitation to me in a dream always means the same thing that we're overwhelmed emotionally mm. and we're literally losing our head we're literally frustrated angry overwhelmed to such a degree where we're losing the focus and clarity in our mind being in pieces to me mm-hmm. automatically represents that we're being uh, energetically drawn in so many different places that we we don't feel complete yeah the other aspect of that is if you feel or you see within a dream or a nightmare state, that uh, you are in pieces or a person beside you in pieces it means that your energy body is saying i'm overwhelmed i can't do this i need you to find center come back to center put me back together so we can focus on moving forward
0: yeah and if i were to just go based off of what the dream said how it's a bad person you might be interpreting their energy in that process maybe they're they're like not fully connected to their body or they're in shambles and that could be why you deem them as a bad person, because they might not have everything together. But do we not on an energetic level
1: automatically associate the negative aspect that we see in ourselves? So the, the well, mind would portray that, portray yeah. that as being a bad aspect of mm. that, you know, entity or person within mm. the dream. But our, our body and our vibrations are set up to find things that match. So that you bad energy- are
0: you, are you angry at that person? Yeah, but is Good. that
1: person the, themselves that's my point mm-hmm. you know they're portraying this as being a shadow figure
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, their subconscious mind is re- basically stepping outside that um, physical body and viewing this as a separate entity yeah. but maybe that's an aspect of your own persona your own emotional response pattern that you don't really like mm-hmm. so therefore you automatically associate it as being bad
0: yeah okay but that makes sense right yeah well it should to me can it. you defluff it?
1: Defluff it? I just <laughs> did. <laughs> By saying basically that our brain's going to represent aspects of our negative emotional response patterns mm-hmm. as an entity that carries the same patterns. Okay. So decapitation means you're losing your head, you're out of focus, mm-hmm. you're in pieces means that there's multiple parts of your uh, emotions. You're fragmented. isn't Exactly. That? Fragmented, yes. shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the baseline is that... <clears throat> Entity, that person is an aspect of you that you aren't dealing with based hmm. on the scientifics that you brought up in the last question, where it's literally a representation of emotion that you haven't dealt with. Yeah, that, okay, yeah, I that like makes it. sense. That makes, makes sense. sense. All right, then, Jeez, I thought you were going to quiz me for an hour. I was thinking about it. All right, then, well, that's go. good to know. I'll
0: let you go on this one.
1: So, this <laughs> question comes in from Nicole How do you use crystals uh, to help to come to making decisions?
0: Hmm, okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you want to start? Oh, I yeah, this is oh, all okay. up my street. Crystal therapy is
1: right. my thing. Crystal geometrics, the science behind them. Yeah. Um, when it comes to making decisions, it's about creating a vibration that focuses your Mm -hmm. energy. So some of the common ones are like tiger's eye, citrine, smoky quartz, malachite. It's a really good stone for Mm -hmm. focus and clarity of your uh, mind.
0: I'm thinking soda light for that logical mind. Soda light to a
1: degree, but it takes the emotion into consideration. Mm -hmm. Where focus, you want to de. Emotionalize it. You want to be focused on the outcome. You don't want to be emotionally attached to the outcome. Mm-hmm. So if you're making um, decisions, you want clarity. Mm-hmm. And these, uh, like I said, malachite, uh, tiger's ice, citrine, smoke, uh, smoky quartz are really good for really focusing and clarifying that energy. Now the tip for that is hold them in your hand. Mm. So literally grab a stone, hold it in your hand, and basically say the question that you want answered yeah. and just wait for your intuition to come in and it usually happens pretty quick yeah the more that you charge your stones or program your stones the better the intention is so I have multiple sets of stones for multiple different things mm-hmm. I've one for magical work for crystal magical work of one for healing of one for self healing of ones for um, situations or rooms in the yeah. house and then I' have divination stones. Crystals that are set up specifically for divinatory reasons, which is what this is. Got it. The other aspect and the other fun thing about, say, crystals is selenite, Mm. beautiful stone, great cleansing stone. Mm -hmm. If you add it to, say, a smoky quartz when you're decision-making, it hones your focus, so Mm. it amplifies that energy so you can really hone it.
0: Got it. One other thing that I was gonna mention was you can use the crystals, yes, they will help you focus on what it is that you want to choose but at the end of the day you have to make the choice and i think especially sometimes people that are in a spiritual state they don't want to make choices they kind of want life to make choices for them and you kind of want to you can use the crystals along the process but at the end of the day you have to trust in yourself to make the best decision that you think is right at that time there's
1: a crystal for that
0: (laughs) what is it calcite
1: there you go optical optical calcite the one that's sort of cut in the trapezium a third dimensional trapezium actually focuses and gives you definitive answers and helps you trust it on an energetic level Mm. and it's also a memory stone okay so if you place it on the third eye or anything in that third eye area it actually Mm. helps your memory retain the energy that you're going through so then if another decision like that arises Mm. you don't actually have to go through the same process crystals are awesome man they they are. Everywhere. they're everywhere literally epic. literally everywhere yeah do you know every microchip in the world has a crystal in it
0: i do wow i because the, the, or the uh, listeners might not They're what, too so every
1: out. single microchip on the world has a piece of uh, quartz or lemurian right. quartz in it and yep. um, because of its voltage capacity of carrying a volt it actually goes through the eight legs of the average uh, microchip and empowers it. So as there's a lower end amplification, usually between 0.05 and 0.07 volts, which as a standard tangent going down a rabbit hole here is the same molecular charge that our, our blood gives off.
0: Hmm.
1: Random side note. Cool. But it literally maintains that charge so it can actually continually work with a lower ratio of energy. Hmm. So okay. quartz literally powers the world your phones and everything, anything that has a microchip in it, including all these really weird people who are now putting implants into their side of their brain and
0: into their backs to empower them. Yeah, it's plenty of that. Biogenetics, I think to it's called. And it's gonna keep going. Do you know what it is?
1: I think because of uh, if we look on uh, even on a bigger scale, the metaversing, VRS, and all this stuff, mm-hmm. people are so annoyed. With the concept and par, uh, paradigm of everyday life that they're trying to escape into another life.
0: Well, you know why I think that. Well, now we're getting on a tangent here, but that's fine. Yeah, but But I, I think what's part of it, what's happening is I don't think our system is supporting our our natural human needs to connect and community. With. Yes, we have technology, but I think that. Yeah, I think I don't know. The way of life right now is just not. Just say healthy. It's not. Covid is not stuff. healthy. None of this is healthy.
1: The, the virus itself is not healthy.
0: Let's make that clear. I'm and we're not going all to escaping that, into our technology because that's all we kind of have now. Yeah, but it, it's a
1: false reality. And Absolutely. that's where I'm saying, you know, the likes of practice with meditation, mindfulness, uh, you know, come, come down to the store, meditate, yeah. talk to us, create a social connection. Yeah. Yes, we have restrictions. Yes, we have to wear masks. Yes, we have to be six feet from the person. All that. Cods wallop. But the fact of the matter is it's the social connection and I think that's an underlying reason why so many people are starting to fight this mindset is Mm -hmm. because they're really lacking that social connectivity. Even if you think you go to a restaurant, like three years ago you went to a restaurant, you might not have spoken to one person in that restaurant except for the person you're dining with Mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is the atmosphere was there and we're losing the atmosphere and we're utilising... External sources, in my opinion, to actually get that same emotional uh, feeling that serotonin, sort of that buzz.
0: Yeah, it's like a, a, a technological crutch. Absolutely. For things that are going on in, in our day to day lives because we don't have the connections that we're supposed to be having. And now we're living in a state of fear and, and uncertainty. Nobody knows what's going to happen a month from now. Like it seems like. I didn't
1: know what was going to happen last week. Now I've got a thing. whole load
0: of new restrictions. And that's just, that adds to the anxiety. And how do you build? When when there's no there's nothing to kind of bounce back on everything's kind exactly. of closed yeah. down at any minute. It's it's not a healthy state, and because it's not a healthy state, people know it's not a healthy state, which causes stress. And how do you escape from stress? People well, find here's a here's a random ridiculous. side note that
1: I found out recently that the the suicide attempt rate this
0: year was over five hundred percent higher than normal. Well, last year our, the the human population was, was the first time it ever went down. Mm-hmm. So that just goes to show you know we're cooped up we're hiding and how long are we going to stay like this yeah do you how believe in the matrix theory that's a big theory these days but that's do you believe theory. in it
1: because if you look at if you look even if you look at the the movie sequence like that uh, amazing movie
0: uh, amazing sequence of movies. That was my childhood Before it blew up, that was like a Bible to me. I literally watched almost every day after school just listening to the teachings and what was going on. Yeah, there.
1: because there is a lot of deep,
0: there's a lot deep, of deep psychological
1: messages. and spiritual teachings within that movie series that people don't realize. They see the beauty of it, the Hollywood of it, but they don't actually sit back and stoically view it in mm-hmm. such a way that you go, wow, mm-hmm. that's profound. Yeah. But the Matrix Theory... Whether it be you know the fantastical theory that's portrayed in Hollywood still mm-hmm. has that same adaptation to the hu- the normal human being. Mm-hmm. We are connected to a higher source, whether that be through you know in the Matrix theory or whether it be through meditative or mindfulness or consciousness or a high consciousness s- syndrome. Yeah, I still believe there's a higher power that connects to, connect to. Mm-hmm. my concern, and during this past couple of years with the pandemics and all the different variations of release of restrictions and then re of them mm-hmm. is creating people a, a, a mental body that is so unstable that mm. it doesn't know whether to have hope or just to sit as you say and hibernate in their own space and mm-hmm. escape and cope yeah escape you know Addictions go up, you know, alcohol addictions, drug addictions, mental health, you know, frustration, anger, you know, there's so much, there's so many things out there that I believe right now could have been easily avoided Mm -hmm. for the general masses Mm -hmm. with proper education Mm -hmm. and proper delivery of scientific information surrounding the pandemic.
0: Not just that, I think... That's a good point though, but I think what happens is with when it comes to news I'm not in trouble for this, but it's usually fear based. We're, we're putting in a disclaimer now. We are not attacking
1: any no. other news source by any means. It's we perceptive. are merely we're merely discussing our own personal views towards this situation. Continue Bob, see, Yeah,
0: the so, Buddha. So Spiritual I think right added. now what's happened is Yes, there very well could be a, a virus of some kind that is going around. However, the fear is probably the is almost more dangerous to people than the actual viruses. I agree with that. And instead of them saying, you know, this, this attacks your lungs and it does this, does that. Why aren't we telling them, hey, if you take, you know, a high dose of vitamin D or begin exercising or, you know, start eating a little bit healthier to help boost your immune system.
1: Because, yeah, fear does lower the immune system, so, which therefore in turn leaves you more susceptible to, to contracting any virus, not just, you know, the COVID virus, but any virus like colds, flus, uh, Absolutely. Brank- uh, brankles, any, anything like that. Immune system deficiency is the number one cause of sickness.
0: And what usually causes immune... Fear, stress, stress yes, exactly. fears,
1: uh, fears and suppressed emotion. Mm -hmm. depression by definition correct which leads us very quickly on to this next question because this is a you know you thought we were controversial with the COVID comments but as (laughs) I say these are our personal views because we see the effects of it mentally emotionally physically within our clients. because I work
0: with yeah we both work with community like I work with the kids as well Mm -hmm. so there's there's this mental health aspect that is really having a huge and I think it's
1: been well-being. drastically overlooked you know yes there, there is the health aspect of you know preventing the spreads the, you know as much as we don't like them mm-hmm. they're being placed there for a reason, there is certain scientific aspects to say there
0: is a virus. I have one more controversial. Thing no, to no say. <laughs> just just hold
1: the thought. But there is certain things that prove that there is a virus there. Yes, yeah. it does mimic a lot of normal viruses for this time of the season. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. the the restrictions that are being put in place do have validity to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. However, and mm-hmm. this is where the devil's advocate come in. Always good. If the fear-mongering was eradicated, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have such a
0: severe impact on so many people. If anything, it would bring community together to help fight a common illness instead of kind of sitting back and just taking the orders. Are you talking herd immunity here? or oh, no. What are you talking but here? When we talk about... Okay. Herd immunity. So before I go on about vaccinations...
1: I'm not going to talk about that. That's a no go area. Okay, okay, uh, fair. I mean, on this podcast I'm just saying there's, there's, you know, there's trust your
0: body way. to some degree. Yeah. Have faith in your body's ability to, to do what's right.
1: Jonah you know, there's something that came across the 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 desk as I'm going to say the other day. And it really frustrated me. Mm. And it was uh, somebody who was uh, very against the vaccination. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it works. I'm not saying it doesn't. I, yeah. don't, give, I don't really care. Yeah. Everybody has the right to do what they want with their own body. Great. But this particular lady was forced or mm. felt forced into taking a vaccination.
0: As most people did.
1: Um, to keep their job.
0: To yeah, have their standard of exactly.
1: living. To pay their bills. To look after their children. And this particular lady... Um, within this recent lockdown, literally lost their job. So she said, I've done something wow. against my will mm-hmm. and then I still, still didn't have a job at the end of it. And it, it's one. it's stuff like that that I see ment- mentally people are crushing because no matter they, they feel no matter what they're doing, it's not enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even when they do the specific sex, they're doing what's being asked of them.
0: And, and it's, it's not things enough. Things are back. But yeah. Yeah. And that that's not a good recipe. So how do we escape it?
1: Let's get back to the root of this because we went off on a big tangent there folks and I know we went off on a tangent but the fact of the matter is we don't want to talk about the pandemic, we don't want to talk about vaccinations, we don't want to talk about COVID but unfortunately it is a part of our life right now and we have no choice but to address it and my baseline stance and that's all I'm going to say on it Mm -hmm. is the fact that fear mongering has made this a lot worse than what it is Mm -hmm. and I'm not denying any science. I'm not disproving any science. I'm not even going to question the science because there's science for and against both aspects. However, the mental aspect of this pandemic has never been addressed. And the mental stability of the population has never been addressed. So as much as these restrictions are to help the spread of a virus, they are actually increasing the mental illness virus, in my opinion. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Now, back to our original. Yeah. How do we escape it? Because we have a question here that is very, very deep. Shall we hear it? Let's go for it. I don't actually know who brought this question in, but it, it's on a sheet. Do you believe in drugs to help in processing emotional inner balance or to
0: travel outside of the body? Well, Controversial.
1: Well, number yeah, two. Here we ask, go.
0: What drugs are we talking about? I, I, drugs are a very umbrella term. Absolutely. Right? So we can be talking about plant-based drugs that are deemed like the, uh, you know, uh, plant-based drugs, or we can talk about medical drugs, like pills. Well, I would say in this
1: case, based on where she obtained the question mm-hmm. and where she, you know, submitted it, I would mm-hmm. say more than likely it'd be plant-based drugs. Okay. And that is an assumption. Don't ever assume. It makes an ass out of you and me. Yep. However... That's a pretty decent assumption there. You know, okay. we're talking about we're talking about ayahuasca, DMT, parasites mm-hmm. Just get outside the body. Mm-hmm. Is it there? Microdosing for inner balance or to travel outside the body, transcendental experience? Mm-hmm. So if you look at DMT as as a ayahuasca DMT peyote, oh yeah, that that is transcendent. You know, oh, yeah. that's that'll getting, bring it to new heights. That's that's getting Literally. outside the body. Let's just put that
0: way out there. That's
1: However, that's not for everybody though that's my okay. case everybody tries these experiences and don't they only see and hear the positivity of these experiences mm-hmm. and don't hear the negativity
0: because yes. it, it can be dangerous to extru- if, if you're taking well any
1: be. substance mm-hmm. no matter what it is it has side effects and dangers
0: yeah
1: Um, unseen uh, you know issues within the body can arise unseen psychological issues can arise yeah,
0: can it, you know I don't condone
1: balances. it I don't condone it. I don't recommend it unless you're doing it through professionals. Yeah. Because I've seen so many of, uh, how do we call them, these sweat lodge type things popping up all over the place. And people just dropping DMT and ayahuasca. And nobody there having a clue or a medical background to actually assist that person if something goes wrong. So straight from where I go, don't do it. Unless, unless, you have if, a shaman. unless you have a shaman or somebody who has practiced mm-hmm. and knows how to do it
0: safely. Mm-hmm. And if you think you're ready for it, because some people might just jump on the bandwagon because it's the popular thing to do. Yeah. But you're dealing with some deep rooted stuff when you start to take these these substances, right? Absolutely. And there's a But can they process. help you get there
1: outside the body?
0: That's the question. It can absolutely. Absolutely. It will take you to to different layers of oh, well, I won't even get into that. But are you balanced? Because she asked, are you in a balanced state? Is that how she said that? Yeah. I think, I think the way
1: she worded was, how can you use, or do you believe drugs to help in processing emotions and inner balance? No, I don't believe that. Because inner balance should be attained, emotional balance, to mm-hmm. a degree, mm-hmm. should be already obtained before you start meddling with mm-hmm. this. Because it can highlight these imbalances really, really quickly. Yeah. So my, my, I would be slightly... And you might
0: become dependent
1: on it, too, right? And that addictive personality. That's a psych- psychological imbalance that we Which need to address. Which will create an imbalance. So yep. it's,
0: it's really how you take it. Are you, are you in the right mind state to take it? Are you, What is the intention? Are you doing it to escape or are you doing it to seek something higher than yourself?
1: Are we reaching enlightenment? Eh, good question. Mm. Coming, sitting in the presence of the Buddha. Okay. I think it's an appropriate question. Anyway... Shall we continue? We Because we've got a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Just for the record, we had like 25 questions that were submitted for this particular episode. Yeah. The problem is, there's so many people are asking the same questions, which proves you're not listening to the other episodes, so listen to them. It's on Spotify, <laughs> it's on Podbean. Get on it. Anyway. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. It's easy listening. We're, you know, it's, it's fun and it's defluffed and it's not as complicated as a lot of podcasts out there. I'm just saying that's that's very biased but I'm a very biased
0: person I don't care but you're allowed to be don't yes because that's my that. opinion and, and other people's opinions forget. don't matter but we forget that yes. we forget that you're allowed to disagree with somebody we do it all the time oh absolutely but we don't do
1: it in a place of victimisation no. or to emasculate or put somebody down we have very different views on all aspects of spirituality yep. energy magic Transcendental, matrix theories, alien theories—we have a lot of different mm-hmm. mindsets. However, open conversation without bias and without emotional anger—you yeah. can talk about anything to any person. Yeah. And I think that's why we click because we are so diverse in our mindsets. Mm-hmm. You're way more enlightened than I am. Oh yeah, that's my—but well, you're the Buddha, dude. But that, that's my opinion. You're—you're you're a lot more. You—you you see things from a completely different mindset from me. Yeah. And I recommend I recommend any person having that person in their group or within their social network that's gonna make you think outside the box or in our case that there's no damn box. Mm-hmm. But it allows you to learn different aspects of the same subject matter from perspectives. different perspectives. But you don't have to take them.
0: No. And you don't have to believe them. No. Good. But I think it's fair to, to hear people out because you know, there's people with very uh, limited mind states that don't want to change them sorry I'm cracking my fingers don't cry that's uh, a sign of
1: nervousness <laughs> anyways moving forward <laughs> I just put you um, in your spot you didn't like it. yes but I do agree with you yeah 100% so you just know.
0: the you know and they might not be open like as soon as you say something that they don't agree with they'll shut down and exactly. say you're wrong I'm right. Goodbye see that's the that's the potential bias based on fear Mm. they don't
1: want to be questioned because it takes them outside what their pigeonholed mindset is
0: they're Uh, protecting that fragile mind state exactly you know and that that could become trauma that can come from all kinds of things where they don't I had a great mentor back in Ireland Mm -hmm.
1: and he said one thing to me and it blew my mind because it was so profound that it the actual wording stuck in my head and I use it with a lot of my clients okay other people's opinions of you don't matter because that's their interpretation of how you should act in their world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's phenomenal.
0: It's a good way to put it. I should it. put
1: that in a t shirt. Get on it. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> no. I'm actually going to put that in a t shirt. Good. Because it, it, it's very profound when you think about it. And it's mm-hmm. very spiritually evident. into it.
0: the box of how they want to perceive. Because it. we're
1: all boxed.
0: Labels. Labels, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You're a healer. No, I'm not. I'm a therapist. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if I say I'm a healer, that's all I'll ever be. If mm-hmm. I say I'm a therapist, it means I can continue to add different modalities and different therapists. So I'm not caged by that very condensed term.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Well, so we checked that uh, last question out. Or did you want us Was there anything else? That no, we can go with the last one.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking in my head. there. That, that was very deep. Yeah, very for deep. All, good job. I was did it. So, another question. Oh, this is about smudging. Now, we're going to have completely oh different views of this. I know oh, okay. that. Because I work, work mine from a craft aspect, mm-hmm. linked with a little bit of a native aspect, because mm-hmm. my wife is native, therefore, there's different views here. Mm-hmm. You know, hold it one way, do it this way. But mm-hmm. what what's the proper way of smudging, and does sage need to be gifted to a person, or can you purchase it? part two is there a difference in the types of sage for specific reasons wow that's a good question that's a great question i love it Mm -hmm. smudging do you smudge go smudge yourself absolutely bob
0: go smudge yourself i could probably use a good smudge go smudge
1: yourself you go smudge yourself i do it regularly so sage why sage
0: why sage well it's uh why do we use sage yes it's I'm a, going to why how you right now. I'm oh warning
1: boy. you in advance, so have this lined up in your head.
0: Start why? Sweating.
1: Sorry. <laughs> well, then we're definitely going to need a sage. Whew, just to do that.
0: Anyway. No, when I use sage, I usually use it to clear my space, clear myself of any sort of. If I notice, if I step into a room and I notice there's a heaviness in the room, or I. So define a heaviness.
1: Negative. No. Because again, we we have to get back to this thing that mm-hmm. we defluff. We do have our own opinions. We yeah. do have our own terminologies, but this is defluff. So, so clutter. The, uh, I
0: I find cluttered spaces usually have not the greatest vibration at times. Okay. Usually, there's old energy from either yourself or people around you mm-hmm. um, that sometimes you know we we carry on ourselves as well. We call that hitchhiker energy. Absolutely. So hitchhikers,
1: it's there that residues literally hitchhiking on your oral field, yeah, or your EMF field, depending mm-hmm. on your terminology.
0: So sage is known <coughs> to actually help change the ionic, uh, the positive ions in the air to negative ions, which helps pull any sort of or uh, electromagnetic fields in the area as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find when I sage, it's I'm setting the intention to help clear the space if there's any sort of energy or entities in the area. So you're thinking spirits, ghosts, demonic energies. Yeah, that's when I would use my sage. If you're going to
1: sage a room, now this is where we're going to differ. How do you... Do you just go into the room, start saging? Is there any prayer or mantra that you do in your head? Which way do you do it? I I want to hear yours.
0: I use an abalone shell before I do it, right? Okay. So I, I take a couple pieces of sage. I set the intention of clearing the space, clearing myself, any sort of energies that do not belong to me. And I set that intention. And when I light it, I start and I... I start in the corners of the rooms. She in the so I work within the perimeters of the area, starting the entrance, and then move my way around the corners, and then kind of spiral the smoke in the center of the room. See,
1: I do the opposite way completely.
0: Cool.
1: I start. First thing I do in any room is open any available window mm. or the door. Mm-hmm. When we're pushing out the energy, we need it somewhere to go. Circulate. Yeah. We need it somewhere to go. Yeah. So I start in the middle mm-hmm. of the room nice spiral outwards towards the edge so creating a vortex of mm-hmm. energy so then when it gets to these exit points mm-hmm. it's already being pushed to there however i use what's one.
0: your reasoning for that
1: that's a witchy thing <laughs> <laughs> it is it's about utilizing the spiral and the some yeah. the, ways the well if rotation. we were talking
0: witch wouldn't you think the corners would be a good idea because now you're pinpointing no. the, the perimeter of what it is that you're working with yeah
1: but that the the perimeters are always going to be there the yeah. north south
0: east west the
1: earth wind fire water is always going to be there because mm-hmm. they're cardinal points they don't change or our positioning in them does change mm-hmm. but the center of the room is always going to be center of the room okay. so when we're staging i i tend to underthink the siege mm. more than over elaborate it because i'm trying to eradicate the lack of clarity the lack of focus the the imbalance in the energy so don't over complicate it mm-hmm. de-fluff de- your siege mm-hmm. Just get into the center room, spiral out. Make sure that there's an exit point for that negative energy. Yeah. And in that moment, you're already you're saging. But I use so multiple use different fe- sorts. Or uh,
0: feathers as well. We see that's
1: the native yeah. side of me coming sure. out. I yeah. always use a feather. Yeah. Because that feather represents uh, another variation of an element. Mm-hmm. So saging element. to me is an elemental cleanse. Mm-hmm. Right. I always do water first. Mm-hmm. So I always put a few drops of salt in on water. Mm-hmm. And I will sprinkle that around the room. And then I'll go in with my sage and feather. So the sage is earth. The fire Mm -hmm. is um, obviously fire. The smoke is the air element along with the uh, feather. So I'm literally elementally cleansing
0: the space, just not sage. You know what else I like to use with my sage? It's Palo Santos.
1: Palo Santos, okay. just It's one of them. It also smells wonderful it does smell (laughs) wonderful I'm not going to die see I prefer resin as well so Mm -hmm. I would do you know like benzoin copone frankincense myrrh, dragon's blood Uh, um, Egyptian galfi Mm. it's way out there Mm -hmm. but all these different sort of things you can build them up for different um, reasons so if you think it's a negative energy and you want a calming energy you would put lavender along with your seed Mm. so you can you can bundle these up anyway now you've seen my house, I have like literally lumps of lavender drying, yep. ready to go into my seed bottles. great. But the fact is, there's so many different additives that you can do. So what I would suggest is always look for the the um, metaphysical properties of the herb mm. and then add that to your sage. Mm-hmm. And then you get that property. So like I say with lavender, it's uh, it's about calming and defocusing and then you can use like jasmine, and all these rows mm-hmm. for love. There's all these different variations that you can use and can bundle together. Hence why they're called sage bundles. Yeah. Um, so
0: when we talk about sage, there's quite a few different types of sage, aren't there? Loads. Okay so so we have white sage with yeah, blue sage with yeah. buffalo sage with ceremonial yeah. sage
1: um generally uh, the most potent ones come from the indigenously grown mm-hmm. because they're cultivated uh, harvested uh, and planted in a specific way so mm-hmm. they carry ceremonial. a magical or ceremonial aspect from the moment it hits yeah. the earth so uh, a part of the question was is it better to be gifted to you mm. not essentially but do find out where your sage comes from yeah find the source find the source you know backtrack it mm-hmm. well i you know my sage i know what field it comes from hmm and the reason I'm like that is because I know the intention of the people who have planted it. So yeah. I know it's for cleansing and I know that it's for protection. I know what their intention is. So that's what that plant is going to be embodied with. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with planting your own herbs for the use of a sage bundle. Yeah. Always do it in such a way that you have a specific intention at the time of planting through the gr- uh, growing stage and into you know harvesting that. Yeah always say thanks always imbue it mm-hmm. and always build it respect the plant respect the plant because the, the plant respects you absolutely otherwise it wouldn't give you air and you wouldn't be here we need them well, well we need certain aspects of them <laughs> we can't all be vegan anyway correct oh, that's another controversial statement oh. a very controversial statement so there was See, another question here that came up <laughs> I was about to go on a tangent boat, but <laughs> no we're not going to go in there have you ever been a vegan? I tried it once, but my body didn't cope with it. Mm. Um, and I, I, it was really, really weird. I, I decided... I went from one extreme to another mm-hmm. over like a 20-year period. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go full vegan, vegetarian. I started vegetarian, vegan. And then the problem is with the way that my blood type is set up, mm-hmm. I needed high levels of protein. Yeah. And I wasn't getting it, so I started to faint. I wasn't getting the right amount. Now you remember this was between eleven to thirteen years old, where I, you know, uh, where I grew up in Ireland, there was a. a, I'm not going to name the company, but there was a company there that dealt in chickens, Mm -hmm. and um, I seen Mm -hmm. how them chickens were treated, and I was like, "Oh my God, I can't eat a
0: chicken again." Yeah,
1: and that's what turned me on to vegan, vegetarianism. yeah, which it's, is a
0: pretty big case for most. Yeah, you know, so
1: there. and yeah, I still agree with that to this day. I do eat meat, but I agree with the fact that a lot of these companies do not give a crap about what they're doing. They've pumped it full of GMOs. Mm-hmm. They've pumped
0: up full of all this crap. I think the issue with that is we now, after all that, almost tortured lifestyle within these factories. We're eating that energy. We eat that energy, so we have all that eat. anxiety, all that paranoia and panic. Stress. that Stress and it's built into food. the life force of the very animals. The cortisol gets into the meat mm-hmm. and that's stress hormones so we're eating stress hormones too. I know it's crazy that's why I hunt. Right?
1: I went from being a vegetarian to hunting.
0: Cleanest meat you can possibly get out there. Yes and I can cook it real good. You sure can I can I can concur that and <laughs> agree with that.
1: But that, that's the thing right? At yeah. least... At least with that animal it's led a full life it has never been caged mm-hmm. it's never been up there and i know hunting is a controversial thing mm-hmm. i know my you know the whole makeup of what you know do you eat meat do you're vegan do you're pescatorian mm-hmm. you know i've done it I all
0: i was a vegetarian for three were you ever a breathitarian years? vegan for a year do you hear a Breatharian. Uh, uh, i've heard of it uh i know there's like very few of them to be honest with you. I wonder why. You you wonder exactly, but you could probably do breathitarian for a day or two.
1: Yeah, but the fact fact of the matter is, okay, and if we take us back to the science, Mm -hmm. like we have certain teeth to Mm -hmm. cut meat. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, incisors, we canines. We're omnivores. uh, Yeah, we're omnivores, we're meant to have both. No, I'm not gonna diss any person. Who, who wants, works for you. Yeah, who wants to, vegan, you. wants to be a vegan, wants to be a pescatore, wants to be a vegetarian. Have other? just stop throwing it in my face. Yeah. I, I hunt my meat because I know my meat is going to be, number one, not full of chemical crap, mm-hmm. not mass produced, not mm-hmm. full of steroids, not full of GMOs. It's lived a good life, it's been happy, it's went through its natural processes. And when it's harvested, it is harvested quickly cleanly and
0: humanely mm-hmm. and i think that's one thing that people don't realize is when you hunt if you're doing it correctly it's probably one of the most uh, spiritual experiences spiritual and one of the, the the cleanest ways to end an animal's life Absolutely. instead of being torn apart by a, a wolf or you know getting your breaking their leg and then getting stuck and having yeah. to live like that you know you're putting them out of their misery very quickly oh yeah and they've lived a it's, it's very specific on how you have to hunt them too. Right? Absolutely. So, and that's so that's practices. why,
1: especially in this country, there's so many different qualifications and so many courses that you must obtain yeah. so you know how to be humane. Mm-hmm. And I'm again, I'm not promoting hunting or, or meat eating per se, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is know where your food comes from. Yeah. Same as your sage, same as your herbs, know where your food comes from and know that you are eating the absolute energetic traces within that food Mm -hmm. you are what you eat so if you're coming from a stressful environment if the person who's even working on that food that day Mm -hmm. has a stressful day you're eating a certain trace residue of that
0: and that's one thing i like to do right before i eat my food is thank it you know thank it if yeah like if Mm -hmm. it's a if it's meat you know you you can clear it yeah thank it for what it's been through and that it's you're there's another there's another
1: technique it's uh, pyramidic geometrics mm-hmm. where you literally have a copper um, geometric pyramid mm-hmm. and you place your food inside it before you eat it cool. and then the geometrics with the alignments of the stars and the, the alignments of the elements of the cardinal elements mm-hmm. actually cleanse your food from the inside mm-hmm. out it's fascinating now I wouldn't yeah. recommend you know cooking a dinner and putting it in there do all the prep before absolutely it. Yeah. but yeah there have there's it actually shows that the a certain elements within it do mm-hmm. eradicate very quickly
0: Cool.
1: that's a random side note for yeah. you yeah that's about <laughs> as random as it gets but then right. that brings us to another aspect right if you had a if you've been in a really good day mm-hmm. and you you go out and you buy store meat yeah and all of a sudden you're in bad mood is it that meat or is it good your, question. do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. when you think about it you were saying about cortisol being released into the animal, they're full of stress, they're full of anger, they're full of frustration, and all of a sudden
0: you feel frustration? Mm-hmm. Hey, one plus one equals 600 could here. It could be, man, but this is the issue, you know, it's, and then you come into the reality of finances, you know, good, healthy, clean meat costs more money. Not when you hunt. Not everybody <laughs> hunts, though. Not everybody can hunt. Mm-hmm. So it's listen,
1: we're we are so close to an apocalyptic world right now. You know, right now we are on the
0: verge of we don't want to scare people, right? No, but
1: we are. Let's let's face it, (laughs) it's not scaremongering or fearmongering. It's you know, the world as we know it, no matter which way you approach it, it's never going to be the same after this pandemic, and that's a fact that we all have to live up and deal with. We have to learn to be more comfortable in our own body and appreciate when other people come into our energy mm. instead of getting used to it and not being appreciative of it. So, to me, that's apocalyptic. To, by, by definition, it's a transition of a whole world Something mindset. coming to an end to bring yeah.
0: something up, yes.
1: And I think that is, you know, where we are becoming more, we're more mindful, mm-hmm. we are becoming aware of our own emotions, our own emotional response patterns, our own addictive patterns. And at the same time, their bodies
0: as well. Yeah, you people know what? Are far more on alert as to what's going on. Right. Their
1: I mean, do you see that? Like anybody says hello to you in the street now, you automatically think, of, "Oh, I tried to shoot this person," because they're so scared mm-hmm. of that conversation mm-hmm. because they've been
0: so, how would you say, alienated from it for so long. And they're being told to stay away from people. Mm-hmm. In the process. Why you not? Know? <laughs> that's a rabbit
1: hole. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd try it, but no. Nah. Oh, I say I don't want to get I don't want to get too controversial, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you have to discuss it. Yeah. You know, let us get back down to the the d fluff here. You mm-hmm. have to talk about your issues. You cannot go through your issues alone. Sometimes analyze your emotions, analyze your thoughts, and come up and talk to people. And that's what we're here for. too. Mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be running a live. I think next week. Yeah. Aren't we? Gonna do a live. So if you're on live, jump on a Podbean. Mm-hmm. Jump on the live. Create an account. We can literally, if you want to come ask up, ask
0: your question. You want to
1: come up and ask a question, or you just want to unload and help. You know, get that moment of just sharing what you're going yourself. through. Now yeah. I'm warning you, it will be live. So if you are <laughs> v- very crass, very rude, or very opinionated, uh,
0: and call. We gotta be careful of it. Yeah, we in have. That person's a little different, but. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i agree with that but at the same time we are open here and as you can see we aren't really too opinionated one way or another we 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 deal a lot on the mind
0: Mm -hmm.
1: the energy Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know and the influences behind that we can't ignore yeah so you know it's not like we're choosing to be controversial when it comes to the pandemic Mm -hmm. these are facts the mindfulness and the the mental um Wellness mm-hmm. of the population has never been taken into consideration, and we have to address that because that's yeah. our job. We deal with people's mental wellness. We deal with people's mental awareness, mm-hmm. and these uh, subconscious patterns are coming up left, right, and center. And yeah. we've had a lot of it, and especially today, my phone literally, if I get any more, it would blow up. Mm. It, it's red hot. <laughs> Another restriction. What am we going to do? How you know? And at the end of the day, this. Break it down to one thing. Take a moment in the corner of a room. Sage it if you want. Now you know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And take a breath. Yeah. And don't automatically go into panic
0: mode. That's one thing. And that's that, so hypocritical
1: because yeah. I'd done that. Yeah. Completely opposite earlier. <laughs> I had a meltdown. Yeah. But I had a meltdown because I wasn't prepared mentally to deal with it. And mm-hmm. that just shows that that's another aspect of my energy I need to cope with. Absolutely. I need to work on. Okay. Need work on, yeah. I need to work on this because I was too easily mm. uh, emotionally enveloped in that moment yeah. so that's something that I need to address and that's the other aspect that's the positive aspect these emotions come up you can
0: turn around and go right so one thing I will <laughs> recommend now we all get anxiety we all have overloads of information or things to do and I get it you have to figure out what's my next step now for me it sounds counterintuitive but literally when you stop and because you're in like a almost analysis paralysis, right? Where there's that so, term it's a great term. So when you're there's so much going on and you have so many things to juggle that you don't know where to start. See so yeah, that brings us,
1: that that brings us to the third aspect of the part that we're not really taught about the fight and flight syndrome. There is a third fight, one. We have the freeze. Freeze. We exactly. have the freeze aspect. So but that's
0: normally yeah. what happens is that <clears> that <throat> sympathetic system kicks in and you freeze because you don't know what to do. But if you freeze, if you're in a safe space, if you're in your own place or wherever you are, if you literally shut yourself down, you stop and you take those breaths. And as you're breathing, you take deeper breaths than you normally would. And the idea is not to think about everything going on. Just accept that, yes, I have so much going on right now. I don't even know where to start. What do you call the ice, man? Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Great man. Wim Hof's breathing, e- yeah, his
1: breathing exercises for stress, anxiety, and even relaxing the body all over. Yes. Go on to YouTube. Go on. To, I don't know where else. I think he's on Spotify as well. Yeah. Go on to him.
0: Instagram all over the place, but he is a. Great and I tell example you another guy, uh, which is your body really your random,
1: Russell Brand. Yeah, does a medi- uh, does a meditation variation from under the skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's on Luminary and on Pod or Spotify as well. Yeah. But he does some breathing meditation. Absolutely. Aspects and they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Why, like this is Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just get this. This this mm-hmm. guy was a party animal. Oh yeah. And he was an addict, and he was a sex addict. This guy. This guy had more addictions to his name than I don't know what. <laughs> but. Through he got out of it. Mental practice mm-hmm. and meditative techniques and breathing techniques, mm-hmm. he overcome it all. Correct. And that's why I have respect for somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like Wim Hof, just that guy is superhuman. Incredible. Superhuman.
0: Unreal story. His background and how he came to find these techniques is phenomenal. I don't know if you know the story behind him. But it's essentially, it started from when his wife committed suicide from depression. I didn't know that. So that was his, that's when, when she died, she killed herself, right? He was devastated. He had no idea what to do and he ended up isolating himself in the wilderness. And while he was out in the wilderness, this was wintertime too. Mm -hmm. He was extremely depressed, but something within him told him to go into the water. Mm -hmm. And it was through slowly starting to dip himself into extremely cold wet uh, water. That's when he started realizing I really need to be breathing if I'm going to survive in this cold, Mm -hmm. This, this is the only way I can survive. So it was through putting himself in such extreme environments that he learned the power of his breath and his ability to control his mind and his immune system.
1: So if we analogize that with the extremity, not of the environment, but of this social environment, mm-hmm. we can really, you know, adapt them.
0: Same uh, breathing Absolutely. techniques. Yeah. But it's this, and back to what I was talking about, when you, when you stop and you realize I am so overloaded with things that I need to take care of, I need to stop, I need to breathe. And as you're breathing, you might have thoughts about what's coming up, but you can listen instead of trying to critically change and decide how you're going to do it, calm yourself down because it's only when you can, when you can calm yourself down, you can see things a little bit more clearly. And your
1: intuition's more unclear.
0: Yeah. And you're not sitting in anxiety mm-hmm. and these are all things. And you know what? A great way to do it is cold. It's the cold. So you're going to do a polar I'm down. I was actually, a, there was a, but a cr- even in the shower. Putting your water well, to I cold. always, I always shower in cold water. These are things that wake up your immune system, shut off your brain, because there's no time to think about all the problems in the world. So I did, really I uh, come to I go to your from breath. ice cold yep. to
1: like piping hot. I go from yeah. like an ice bath into a sauna. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's the way I shower every time.
0: And that's great. That's a great thing to it's do. I do that, that too. I usually too. do warm to cold, but I did a Russian banyan spa where they have these. Uh, saunas that you sit in, and then they beat you with these palm leaves. Sounds kind of weird, but you're in scorching hot water, uh, uh, scorching hot room, and they have these probably nine by nine uh, dipping pools. It's ice cold water. So That'd as soon as phenomenal. you leave the as soon as you leave the sauna, you jump into the water, and then as you jump out of the water, and you go right back into the sauna. That sounds amazing. It's stunning, and it, it's great for your body because your body has to adjust itself. And when we're in too much of a comfy environment, or the weather—it's—it's it's a very consistent temperature, which a lot of people like mm-hmm. because it's cozy. It's actually detrimental to your body because now you're disconnecting from the body's ability to sense its environment. Oh. Educated in something new. There too. you go. Enlightened little, once again, Bob
1: the Buddha. <laughs> little
0: words of wisdom for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I would say that sort of wraps up this podcast
0: yeah but so. we
1: will uh, we definitely we will have to do a live next week mm-hmm. so we'll put that on all our social media we're literally everywhere in social media Notice that we're in <laughs> spotify we're in podbean we're on tiktok we're yep. on instagram we're on facebook yeah we're everywhere we're all over it all over it now but anyway awesome. and we're also on twitter now we all launched a new twitter uh-oh <laughs> it's crazy social media well, and we're talking about so, you know so detaching medium. from I the know, right? the alternate Unfortunately, in this way, this is the only way we can get our mm-hmm. word out there that we're here to help people. We're here to assist in your breathing, we're here to assist in your mental health. And that's yeah. the only way we can do it. Yeah, and it's a fun way too. It is fun. So, I would say that's us until next week. Uh, absolutely. So have a good time. I Don't stress. It. Message us if, if you, you do need stress,
0: anything. Pause and take a moment. Breathe Reach yourself back.
1: Okay, guys, thank you very, very much for your time, and we shall chat to you soon.
0: Absolutely. Bye. Bye.